Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Today, 36 your low tonight. It is nice outside. It is uh, the the moon is full. It is pounding you uh, with brightness. If you were trying to sleep in, maybe it woke you up. If you're trying to stay awake, it's probably helping. The moon is definitely, definitely, definitely full. Oh moon. Yeah, 38 right now. Uh, tomorrow, 51 and 37. Now you're planning on having a fire pit tomorrow night. First off, thanks for not inviting us. Uh, we appreciate that. It's kind of hurtful. That's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Steve and I would have brought, uh, you know, cookies and beer, which is what our a, uh, yeah. favorite comedy duo. So uh, we would have done that, but uh, it's going to rain tomorrow night anyway, so screw you. 51 with a low of 37 tomorrow, and then Sunday early showers, 51 and 43. So maybe if you're off Monday or you can work your schedule, you can do a fire pit on Sunday night. Definitely if you're going to do one, though, tonight is the night for the hotness. Don't you, Steve... Do you have a? Uh, don't you have like a little fire pit at your house? I do you have a fire pit, and I have enough firewood for one last for uh, uh, for one last fire of the uh, of the season. So I need to do that soon. So wait, well, I mean, you do technically have time. What do you mean you have enough firewood? Like, how much is enough for you? Just enough for one fire. Yeah, no, but like, how many logs? Oh, uh, five logs. Oh, that's a good fire. Now, are yeah, they gas station fire a... pit logs, though? Because no. those burn quick. No, it was a friend had cut three of them, and then uh, me and Charlotte found a tree branch on one of our walks that uh, I put, I carried home in, the, in underneath my stroller, in the little stroller basket underneath that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay, yeah. so uh, on one of your well, you're on one of your little walks. Uh-huh. So uh, I think that uh, that's that that definitely now. Have you had a fire pit in the past, let's say, six months? Yes, I've had, oh. I think, three fire pits over the summer I've had. So Charlotte understands fire pits, so it's not like she hasn't seen one in a while. Because I know at her age, she's going to be three in December. So I would imagine some stuff that she's already done seems new. Yes, pretty much. A bunch of stuff, because stuff that she's done like a year ago, she had no concept of what was going on. So like... Now she understands those things. That's why I'm really excited about the winter, too, and her seeing snow. Because I know she's seen snow before. Oh. But she's never, like... Like, she could barely... Like she couldn't run in the snow before. She couldn't throw snowballs and stuff. She would just kind of, oh, like, cool. around in it. But this year, it'll be a lot of fun. You're going to whip one at her head? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> push her I mean, down that's kind of... Her. So you like that, yeah. kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be a big boy. This is how you roll in the Bonner family. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> well, no, I was actually saying, thinking the back of her head and the light one. You know, I wasn't thinking like a nice one. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Best video ever. Right. <laughs> uh, except for the parent that does it to his kid. Right. Yeah. Best video <laughs> ever. 
So yesterday it was, uh, wasn't too bad out. I mean, there was weird spots of rainage or showers, you know, uh, but it wasn't too shabby. So did you get to go on your walk with Charlotte? What did you do yesterday? Uh, no, I didn't do a walk with Charlotte. Brittany actually took Charlotte because she got some stuff uh, delivered from Amazon um, that they sent the wrong things. Uh, new shoes, they sent the wrong color and size to her. So she went and returned them at Kohl's and brought Charlotte with her and then actually went to uh, Old Navy at the mall too. So Charlotte got her day, her walk at the mall. And then me and uh, Izzy just hung out at home. I did though. I did. <laughs> so Charlotte was like loving all over me last night and uh, Izzy and Brittany was like, Izzy and Brittany get along a lot better. So like whenever Brittany's holding Izzy, my new baby, um, she never cries or anything, but like when I hold her, she cries and stuff. So I was complaining about that. And Brittany said, well, you have Charlotte. Charlotte's your daddy's girl. Maybe this girl will be a mommy's girl. And I'm oh, like, Charlotte man. isn't Brittany's... a daddy's girl. And then I go, yes, Charlotte. She is. I know. I go, Charlotte, are you a daddy's girl or a mommy's girl? And without skipping a beat, she just looks at me. And she goes, daddy's girl. I love daddy. Well, I, here's, here's the reality. I remember a few years ago when we started talking about that first word and or not even the first word as much as like who daddy or mommy first. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe daddy was said first many, many years ago. Yes, that, I, I believe okay. so, too. It was something pretty close to daddy that, that we interpreted yeah. as daddy. Okay, so that being said, Daddy was said first. Now, uh, Brittany obviously is hoping, I'm assuming, has she said it yet? Like, man, I, I'm telling you, Izzy's going to say mom first. Or are you guys not even to that level? We're not even to that level yet. She's just hoping in the long run that Izzy's the mommy's girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> probably not going to be the case. Uh, no, they're I don't both going to be little sweet daddy's girls. That's yeah, cool. probably. I like I know, yeah, right? <laughs> Works for you, man. I get uh -huh. it. I totally get it. Hey, if you're wondering where Connie is, uh, if maybe you weren't in the know, uh, we've started to get some messages from people that maybe were gone or have been busy or they haven't checked out our social media or our podcast, which is Connie and Fish. Connie was re recently diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer. She is uh, trying to figure out her uh, plan uh, near here in the future. And a lot of people have said some really great things and uh, a couple people have offered uh, some really great ideas and wanting to know how to get a hold of Connie. For now, let's just uh, give her her space a little bit. Uh, but I mean, And if you send us an email, email at ConnieFish.com, I'm going to be the ones seeing most of those. Well, actually, all of them. And I've forwarded a few of them on, but, and your stories are great. She just needs to rest now. So I'm kind of, uh, Steve could say, I, he'd know this behind the scenes more than anything. I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit, uh, a little bit overprotective probably of Connie. But that's yeah, who I am by nature. You're a gatekeeper. You're a gatekeeper right now. I'm trying to be. Yeah. Uh, they're not making it easy, are they? But <laughs> no, I'm trying not. to be a gatekeeper. <laughs> you know, I'm like just just call me. It's not. I don't. I'm not looking for the attention here. I've just. Uh, I've known her for a couple of years, and I think, uh, you know, uh, since uh, my future wife was born, 25 years. Uh, you know, I, I just. Uh, I think. Uh, I think I know what to do here. So, anyway, I got to see Connie yesterday, which was uh, really exciting. And hang out with her uh, for a little bit. Because Connie and I both lo love the show Big Brother. So uh, I took her over a, a little bit of lunch. And uh, we hung out and watched Big Brother for eh, about an hour or so. And then I took off to let her go back to bed and rest up a little bit as they wait to figure out their plan with everything. And it was, it was cool to hang out with her. But it, it, it's always so weird with uh, she and I, because we both, I mean, ask Steve, she and I, as far as a work schedule, are in sync. Oh, yeah. All the time. 
Definitely. So she's like, how's the show? How's it sound? I'm like, well, it sounds amazing. How do you, yeah, uh, you start to lie to her? And she's like, uh-huh. I'm like, well, no. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not the same without one of us specifically, obviously, you know, that kind that sweet, sweet Connie. So, you know, and what my favorite part though is, uh, one of our managers said to me yesterday, it just sounds weird without a girl's voice in there because we're, you know, like fish, if you were gone, Steve, it just sounds odd without a girl's voice in there. And I'm like, Connie's voice is the, is the girl's voice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Obviously yeah, you don't listen to the show very often. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know, VT. I think, uh, I think Steve and I have more of a feminine voice than Connie, but okay. That's flattering, I guess. The, the thought was there. <laughs> right. Steve, you were talking about a fire pit. Uh, somebody said you need to learn what a winter bonfire is, which I've done. Uh, after a day of winter activities such as skiing, sledding, and snow, snowmobiling, a hot flask of apple cider and fireball next to the fire it is. It's glorious. That does sound nice. That does. Years sound ago. Nice. Try it out. Oh, years ago, man. My buddy Lee and I, we've got, we just gotten, like, this was, I don't know, 11 years ago. My buddy Lee and I, I had a fire pit that I had built over the summer, like with bricks. You know, when you go to like a Home Depot, you get a bunch of bricks and then it's like 80 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, and you build the fire pit. And it was, uh, we had just gotten a huge pounding of snow. And he was like, dude, I got nothing going on tomorrow. What are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm not working. He's like, let me come over. I'll, I'll bring a bunch of wood. We dug out a path to the fire pit, dug around the fire pit, dug out, obviously, the fire pit itself. Cause it's not like I had a topper for it or anything. It wasn't fancy or anything. Right. And dug out the fire pit itself. We, Oh God, like what was it? Four hours f- out there in the snow with a giant fire and a case of beer. You wake up the next day and all you see, cause it didn't snow all that night right. is grass, beer, a, a giant circle. Cause it was so hot <laughs> of grass and beer cans and I, you know probably a bag of doritos or something yeah that's funny uh it was dude it's <laughs> nothing is better than a snow fire and with the winter they say we're gonna have you'll love it yeah i think charlotte would get a kick out of that i, I do yeah, so she does maybe like you have to get, so yeah definitely need to check that out maybe go find six more logs steve you know you realize steve i had a, a member of the click of six her husband bj's was named super cool dude i bought a half a quart of wood from him and he gave me quite a bit more. And I've been telling people how good his wood burns. So I've got a couple friends that I've loaned him some logs because they want to try out his wood. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I like my buddy Brian. And uh, you realize I have a ton of wood. If you if I, if you need it this winter, if you say you're really going to do a snow fire, you're going to have to get something to start it, like twigs and stuff. But I, if I give you four or five of my logs, that'll last you three hours. Maybe two. Right. If you do it right. So. I'll do that for you. We'll call that Aww. your, uh, when, when's your birthday? October uh, 31st or something like that? 17th. You're getting further and further away. You were real close. I, <laughs> I, I, actually, <laughs> I actually wrote it down yesterday and I could see it on the piece of paper. And I was like, October 17th, Steve's birthday. And I actually wrote it down so I wouldn't forget your birthday like you forgot mine. Yeah, I, I totally did. And, <laughs> yeah, see how I did that? Yeah, so now I'm just going to say it wrong. It's a thing. My, my uncle and I do the same thing. Okay, I'll tell you what started, though, this past Monday, three days after my birthday was uh, Mix 95.7's Workday Payday. Don't forget at 8 o'clock, you want to download that app, you're chancing up to $10,000. It's all on Mix957GR.com. But thing, speaking of things, and it starts with us and goes through the day, all the way to Rob and all the way through Christine. And speaking of Christine, she did something the other day that 
really just made me super happy during her throwback lunch. Uh-huh. So much so that I got to share it with you next. All what right. movies are you going to be reviewing for us today? I am going to be reviewing. Well, first off, I don't know if it's a, if it's going to be part of a series or not, but it's called Console Wars. It's on CBS uh, All Access. It's that movie that is like a documentary by uh, Seth. Um, oh, Seth Myers. Rogen? Myers. Rogen? Myers. Yeah, no, Ro- <laughs> Myers. Uh, <laughs> or no, no, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. And he's McFarland. doing. Is it? I don't even know. It's the stoner guy. Which is the stoner Seth? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Okay, yeah. It's by Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, and it's the, like, console wars between Sega and Nintendo in the 1980s. So that's pretty cool. Oh, cool. cool. Okay. Also, the guy who's the um, lead from Big Bang Theory. Oh, uh, yeah, Sheldon. Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a new movie for Netflix called The Boys in the Band, which is an adaptation of a stage play from the 60s that was really popular. I'll be checking okay. that out too. Man, we're reaching this year, aren't we? There's like no not offense. much going on this I week. I know it's not your it's not your fault. You're not in control of Hollywood, but yeah, I right. mean, man, are we not? When I say we're reaching, I don't mean our show. I mean we as people are reaching for stuff. Did you see the trailer for Borat, the new Borat movie? Oh, I didn't catch the trailer yet. No, because that comes out. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, it it's about. funny. It's going to be on Prime, and uh, it's it's it looks funny. I'm not a Borat guy. I, if you have to pay for it on Prime, if it's free, I might check it out. I don't even think I'll make it through the whole thing. He does some funny stuff, and he makes fun of COVID in a fun way. Like, it's it's kind of funny. He's, like, in a house, uh, in the trailer. Spoiler, if yeah, I mean, it's from the trailer. Right. Uh, he's in a house, like, smacking the wall with a pan, and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to beat the virus. I'm going to kill the virus. There's like, That's not how you kill it. It's like, no, it's on the wall. I tried to kill it. It's very funny. And he does oh, uh, some political stuff as well and uh, pounding. And they're just really funny things. If you want to check it out, I'll kick it to Steve and we'll throw it up on our social media. I tried to throw it up this morning on the new Facebook, Steve. I, I don't know how to even use the new Facebook anymore. <laughs> they won't throw up my link. It's not, it, it's really, really odd. The one thing I do know how to use, though, is our program here. And I told you the throwback lunch from noon to one is fun. Christine does a really good job. She plays your request, and she does a really good job having uh, fun. Sometimes she'll play, I don't know, Purple Rain or something, which is a little bit of a throw. I know Steve got upset about that. Or no, what is it? She won't play your your rock something or other that you want. It's, uh, yeah, it's Eve 6, Inside Out. Oh, yeah. You know what? Maybe <laughs> we'll throw that in. The- it's, too, it's too rocky for her. We'll throw it in the dance party today. Just because, screw it. Let's do it. But the other day, she was playing one of my favorite, man. I, I, Scott Stapp and Darius Rucker. Just gets you going, in my opinion. Because you can oh, do nice. one of those uh, voices. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's do it together, everybody. A little throwing for you. From the throwback lunch with Christine. Hootie. Connie, if you're yours, sure. So the text question of the day today i i get a kick out of what we're doing with the text question of the day because uh we've always you know we've kind of talked about doing it and then steve and i were talking yesterday i'm like let's let's do something different with the text question of the day today steve let's call it flashback friday mm-hmm. let's go back to the years and years and years and years worth of text question of the days we've come up with pick one and do it yeah so Today's text question of the day, I don't know if you have the date in front of you, but I know it's at least two years old. October 8th, 2018, a day that will live in infamy. October 8th of 2018, a day that lives in infamy. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> From October 8th, 2018, what's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? Ooh. That's the text question of the day today. Okay, so that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics. Now, if you're new to the party or you don't really recognize this in the back of your head, that's totally cool. I get it. We never say your name. We won't say your name. Correct. Period. Uh, You are anonymous. We are your safe space. Connie and Fish are your safe space. So you can text in message via the app. It's free download in your app store. You can send an email. Email at ConnieandFish.com. Steve, what's that thing in your past that will make you that will keep you out of politics? Well, I decided I have to go with something that's currently on public record because I don't want to share anything that isn't in case. I wow. Because we're not anonymous. We're not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to go with my one and only arrest. And it was in college. And it was, I think, two or three weeks before my 21st birthday. I got wow. caught drinking because I was standing at the end of my uh, house's driveway, like pretty much in the street, and I had a beer, and it was like seven o'clock in the morning because we'd been drinking all night. We were getting ready for a tailgate the next morning. Wow! And the cops drive down the street and see us, and ask for our IDs, and uh, we give them to them, and then they ask if we've been drinking. And I don't remember this, but this was the police report. I I found it to be quite funny. and they like we asked them if they were we found a bunch of empty labat blue bottles uh on the yard and on the premises we asked them if they were drinking and they said no um and, <laughs> and oh. then they said what about these bottles or and then we asked them about the bottles and then they admitted to drinking and then they said and the, so we asked them what they were drinking and they responded with bud light <laughs> oh nice okay <laughs> and so then they took us in and they arrested us and gave us minor in possession tickets and then uh let us out the following and day. again how old were you again 20 20 literally oh, like two go. or three weeks before my 21st birthday oh that's the worst yeah all right so i'm a flip though had you been 21 and they were minors might have been worse for you anyway right like they might oh, have been if, like said if someone else bought. was yeah if i was with i was mean one other buddy who also turned 21 later that oh yeah, but yeah okay yeah. But, but he would have been he was pretty close to 21 too but yeah. yeah that would have been terrible if he would have gotten stuck with that one okay text question of the day for flashback friday this one's from october 8th of 2018 what's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics uh mine would be all right so here's what would happen a gentleman by the name of mark egler was my best friend in high school mm-hmm. and uh he started working at Arby's in East Lansing, right near, he grew up in Okemos. We eventually moved to a town called Langsburg, which is about 20, 25 minutes away. Mm-hmm. He was working at Arby's in East Lansing, right by campus. And I, uh, by Michigan State. And I uh, ended up getting a job there thanks to him. And eventually we both became managers. Now, what would be my thing in my past that would keep me out of politics was breaking yeah. and entering probably, oh. is what I'm assuming. So he and I would go into Arby's because we were managers and we had keys after a night of hanging out with friends till late in the evening, if you will. Right. Up till about when we were about 19. I think that's when I started working at the movie theater. Up till we were about 19. And we would get food. And we would make food. We would make sandwiches. We would sit in the lobby, discuss the uh, night that we had. It was quite awesome. 
the ladies so you, that we may have met. You would, the like rejection. break in, turn on the fryers, and turn on the oh, like, yeah. grills and stuff, and oh, make yeah. a bunch of Harvey's. Oh yeah, dude, we would really do it up too. <laughs> we would make some awesome meals. We would make some awesome meals, and just you know. I, I, we may or may not have taken a couple people in there with us uh, at different times, but usually it was just <laughs> he and I, and uh, it was awesome. We had, a, we had, but I definitely, other than my browser history, which I think will be most of uh, most people's instinctive answer. Right. <laughs> other than that, Steve's Steve's browser history would probably get him pulled out of his house right now, let alone, <laughs> <laughs> let alone uh, out of politics. But other than that, yeah, it would be the uh, the small breaking and entering into Arby's and East Lansing. But I mean, really. What was the excuse we always thought we were gonna do? It was uh oh god, I think we were gonna say, yeah, we you know we were, I'm sorry we forgot we thought we forgot to turn off the air. We put the pilot light on the fryer, oh. and uh, we just came in and then we were super hungry. We're super sorry, you know. I mean, we could pay for it if you want us to. You know, we get half off though, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was I think that was the excuse we were gonna use. It was great. So flashback Friday for your text question of the day. What's that thing in your past? that will keep you out of politics. This is from October 8th of 2018. And now from, uh, we're already starting to get, uh, yeah, a lot of people like Steve uh, in the garage visits as well already started rolling. You can message via the app, you know what I'm saying? The Steve, the the, the marijuana. The marijuanas, yes, I've heard yeah, about that the, stuff. The marijuana cigarettes, the devil's lettuce, the, the hookah. Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> the, the, the wacky weed, yeah. Yes. You can text in, message via the app, or obviously, Email at connieandfish.com. Steve reviews movies or what he can find in the new upcoming movies next. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your host, Steve. With most theaters across the country still not open yet, there isn't much in the realm of new movies. But I do have a couple of streaming options for you to check out this weekend. First off, we have a documentary that I'm super pumped to check out. It's the hot new buzz. Video games. That's right. It's Console Wars. Console Wars is the story of the two video game powerhouses of the 1980s. Nintendo. Sega. Sega. Whether or not you're big into gaming, this will definitely get your nostalgia going. We needed something to compete with Mario. Sonic the Hedgehog. A hedge what? It's a hedgehog. Who doesn't know what a hedgehog is? Critics are mixed on console wars, though, with Rotten Tomatoes scoring it an 86%, but Metacritic only giving it a 54 out of 100. You can stream console wars on CBS All Access right now. The next movie you can stream this weekend is The Boys in the Band, an adaptation of the groundbreaking stage play by the same name. This old college friend of mine is in town, but he's straight, so do you really think he doesn't know about you? Emery, no. I couldn't care less what people do, as long as they don't do it in public. No, it's the delivery boy from the bakery. Ask him if he's got any hot cross buns. Set in 1968, the story follows a group of gay men at a birthday party in New York City. Hey, everybody. Game time. We all have to call the one person we truly believe we have loved. My God, Michael, you're a charming host. That game seems like a bad idea when you've been drinking, and I'm pretty sure they've been drinking. Oh, Michael, you kill me. When he's sober, he's dangerous. When he drinks, he's lethal. Yep, they've definitely been drinking. Critics are loving the boys in the band with Rotten Tomatoes scoring an 84%, and Metacritic right behind it with a 70 out of 100. You can stream the boys in the band on Netflix right now, and that's what's not playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me? That's Steve. Okay, I learned it. something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? 
So many fine, fine things to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> Have I said that a lot today? Is that my crotch? You've... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to quit using that invitation for today. <laughs> I, oh, you mean the yeah, I got It's like the worst Trump. I, I don't know why. We'll talk about Trump in that totes trending. We're not going to get political. We're just going to fill you out on what's going on with him. But uh, I, I just keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, want to talk about this day in history. Let's go back 70 years. The year was 1950. It was the best year. No. Uh, no. The, first, the first Charlie Brown and Snoopy appearance in nine newspapers under the name Little Folks. Uh, it was Peanuts. It was the very Little first. Huh. Yeah, it was originally called Little Folks. And that was, nine, it was 70 years ago today that that came out. Wow. Uh, what, what else we got? 61 years ago today, 1959, Chevy debuted the Covair. It was a rear-engine compact car. Ooh. 61 fancy. years ago today. Soul Train premiered in syndication in 1971, 49 years ago. Today, I, uh, I used to love watching reruns of that late at night. Forget what channel when I, when I was real young. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one, wasn't it? Uh -huh. 15, 15 years ago, Steve. 15 years ago, you were what, 22? Uh, yes, yes, I was. Damn. Look at that. Brad Pitt's divorce from Jennifer Aniston became final, leaving him free to. Pursue Angelina Jolie guilt-free. Wow. Can't believe that was just that that long ago. Yeah, huh. it's like trading in a Ferrari for like an escort, but whatever. Uh, I wouldn't say an escort. Like, I, I, I'm a fan of Angelina Jolie. I wouldn't say. It's yeah, like you're right. I'm a fan of escorts. Let's go yeah. with a dump truck. A, <laughs> uh, a dump truck, which was actually her nickname in college. No. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of Angelina Jolie as far as that. Like, I, I wouldn't say she was even a dump truck. I would just say you had a Ferrari with a great engine. The inside was immaculate yeah. with all the bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. And maybe you got another Ferrari that didn't have no. as many upgrades. No. That's just meant that as many upgrades. All right. That's the way I looked at it. Hey, the world's shortest commercial flight is between two, two islands in uh, northern Scotland. Scotland. The How flight long? is... Uh, 1.7 miles what? the official time is two minutes but really it takes about 47 seconds because you're going between two <laughs> islands so you gotta fly right, right? <laughs> they better serve peanuts and a drink hamburger hamburger uh beverly hills was named after uh beverly farms massachusetts uh that was named after uh beverly yorkshire england and that uh town was named in 700 a.d because of a colony of beavers so Beverly Hills is actually named after medieval English beavers. <laughs> Which is my favorite indie band. Yes, medieval. Oh, <laughs> dude, they're so good. I love their song, Sup. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Beverly Hills, if you want to ever have fun with anybody and your wife, you know, wants to go to Beverly Hills someday and maybe do Rodeo Drive or whatever. Mm -hmm. Medieval English beavers. Be Beverly Hills is named after medieval English beavers. I'm going to get you there one more time. Beverly Hills, named after Beverly Farms, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. which was named after Beverly, Yorkshire, England. Mm -hmm. And that was named after medieval English beavers. Okay, the NBA didn't start using the three-point line until 79-80 season, 1979-80 season. And it wasn't used universally in college basketball or in the NCAA tournament until 86-87. 
Yeah, and it used to be a lot closer, too. At least in the NBA, I'm not sure about college, but in the NBA, it used to be a lot closer. Like, really? Uh, yeah, so, like, I think it's probably, like, an extra five feet further out now from when it first uh, was, a, was a thing. I think that's cool. Approximately 430 quintillion joules of energy from the sun okay. hit the earth every hour. This is a real word. Quintillion joules of energy. Mm-hmm. from the sun hit the earth every hour that is more than the total energy everybody on the planet uses in a year wow a lot of energy man a lot of energy man uh let's go to uh, x-men in the x-men movie in 2000 the mansion where professor xavier lived and trained his mutant students is the same mansion when they filmed what movie steve um i'm gonna go with the next let's x-men see. movie the sequel Hmm. No, don't use X-Men Actually, Billy Madison Really? Wow Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's called Parkwood Estates It's right outside Toronto The X-Men movie in 2000 The the mansion where Professor Xavier lived And trained his mutant students Is the same mansion where they filmed Billy Madison And by the way, it's in Toronto Now I'm waiting for someone on the internet To go and splice together the two movies since they're set oh, in the yeah. same place. <laughs> I think that would be, be great. <laughs> Want to touch the hiney? A kangaroo, uh, kangaroo word is one that contains all the letters of a synonym. Okay, what's the synonym? Like uh, the word chicken has all the letters of the word hen inside of it. Oh, look at that. Or masculine contains the word male. Right. Or my last and name contains a naughty word. Yes, it does. Naughty. <laughs> Mine contains the word way. <laughs> yes, uh, you're welcome. The word whiskey comes from, and finally, the word whiskey comes from the Gaelic phrase that translates to water of life. So okay. if you're like a whiskey it. person, like my brother-in-law is a whiskey guy. You, uh, bro, uh, nothing better than... Uh, sitting down once my wife's sleeping because they've been doing some hardcore covid lockdown stuff they really have like they had their friends over for dinner last week it was the first time someone else has been inside their home in seven months no one's been inside our home for since probably probably 2011 yeah (laughs) no probably i think january we had friends over Oh, okay. That's about it. Yeah, we really friends over outside. Over a lot. No, but we've had, uh, we, we did. I did one bonfire with a friend, the friend who brought over that wood. Ah, uh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? His name was Danny. Oh, did Danny have fun? Was he from out of town visiting? Is that why he, uh, you made it? Let him come over and do a bonfire with you? No, he actually had. Uh, he bought me a T-shirt that uh, he wanted to drop off. That's why. Oh, so to get to come over, you have to bring a gift. Yeah, pretty much. And and, okay. and it was his wood that he had chopped. So he had chopped wood and a t-shirt for me. And then I made him a dinner. And we ate well, that makes sense. Fire. That's and, kind of romantic. And Brittany and, and uh, Charlotte looked on from the window. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, we sat on opposite sides of the fire like 10 feet apart. It's, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop the show for a second. So are you telling me? Oh, wait, was she pregnant and you guys were really, really hardcore? She was pregnant and it was was pretty late into the pregnancy. I want to say she was like eight months at the time. So that's when we were. And that's when she also had uh, was quarantining from work because her work let her quarantine for a couple of weeks prior to. Which Uh, is very cool of them. Yeah, it was very cool of them. And so that's why we were just being extra, extra cautious at that point in time. 
Okay. Well, that makes a little bit more sense. I'm like, okay, so like you had poor and oh, was Charlotte going nuts? She must have been going nuts. Yeah, she, she was, had no she, control. We had the window open at one point. She was standing up by it, just yelling, "Hi, hi, hello, hi, oh, hi, God. Danny, hi, Danny." <laughs> does she know? Does Danny know her? Did she really know it was Danny, or was your mom or your mom was uh, your wife telling her to say the name Danny? No, she she knows Danny because she uh, he's that's the one person who's actually looked after her for a little bit for like twenty minutes. Oh, got gotcha. the store a while ago. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, go have a night or something like that. Yeah, maybe no, a little it was special. Like, it was like literally twenty minutes he looked after her. <laughs> that's that's oh, the geez. most babysitting she's ever had in her <laughs> and life. And he was done. <laughs> uh, ah, correction, my friend, you are wrong. The most babysitting she's ever gotten in her life is with your brother. Oh yes, this is true. With my brother, yeah, when we were in the hospital. Yeah, when you gave birth. Well, not mm-hmm. you, but your wife. But it's yes, a team I thing. So a man's involved, right? Yeah. Okay. Text question <laughs> of the day. It's a flashback Friday today. A text question of the day that we did on October eighth of twenty eighteen. What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? What is that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? You can text, you can message via the app, or send an email. It's email at ConnieandFish.com. Text question of the day is a flashback Friday. What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? That thing from your past that will keep you out of politics. Steve, uh, tell me if this is about right. You were 20 years old. You were drinking on the street at 7 in the morning right outside your house, but you were on not your land, and you got a minor in possession. I did get a minor in possession. Police drove by, saw me, and I we vehemently denied drinking. Then they gave us breathalyzers, and then they asked if those were our bottles. We said, no, we were drinking something else. Then they arrested us. Yeah, and by the way, that's nothing compared to what I'm sure other people would really find if they dug into your stuff, but you and I can't be anonymous. Well, that's what I'm saying. I need to do something of public record. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Members of the Click of Six, you can text in, you can message via the app with your thing that uh, from your past that will keep you out of politics. Uh, By the way, uh, you're going to be anonymous. We won't out you. uh, You know, uh, we won't say, oh, well, Barbie said that she hooked up with her husband's cousin. Or any of that, so don't worry about that. With me, uh, my buddy and I used to manage an Arby's, and at the end of the night, we would key into the place and uh, make food. So it's, you know, a small breaking and entering thing, really, if you really uh, break <laughs> you know, it down. just a little breaking and entering thing. And then your average search history on your browser, but whatevs, let's move on. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. So if you want to interact with the show, another good way to interact with the show uh, right now would be to answer this question. The best prank that's ever been pulled on you or a really good prank that you've pulled on somebody. That's going to be the last thing that we talk about today in Totes Trending. The first thing we're going to talk about is the obvious thing going on. I don't know if you know this or not or if you've seen this on social media. This is not clickbait. It's about President Trump. The President of the United States now confirming to the world that he and the First Lady of the United States have both tested positive for the coronavirus and they will quarantine. He says, this evening I received confirmation that both President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump have tested positive for coronavirus. He says they are both well at this time and they plan to remain at home within the White House during their convalescence. Several sources say that he had symptoms prior to being tested. Uh, I'm sorry, that she, uh, Hope Hicks, uh, we're talking about the fact that it's assumed that the president and first lady got the coronavirus from uh, Hope Hicks, counselor to the president. Several sources say she had symptoms prior to being tested. She traveled with the president in his helicopter. That was them talking about it. So President Trump does have the coronavirus, does have COVID-19. Okay, 
Let's talk about uh, a Karen, though. Now that we move on from President Trump, let's open up KNN, the Karen News Network. This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. Now, this isn't a Ken. This is a Karen. There is a woman. She's in California. She's at the airport. She's getting ready to board the plane. And clearly, the bar was open at the airport or Uh before she made it into the airport. Uh, she's, I'm sorry, a drunk California couple was trying to board a plane in Miami in the International Airport when they were stopped due to this woman being shoeless. So, okay, she gets mad, drunk, jumps over the counter before the guy she was with stopped her. They left and were soon arrested after struggling with police. Of course, we have it. We're not leaving. We're not leaving. You guys literally let her I don't I don't need shoes. I don't need shoes. shoes. Come on, suckers. Karen. Yeah, right. Come on, Karen. What are you doing? I don't need I don't need no shoes. I, I'm sorry. I don't care what's going on in the world. They're never gonna let you onto a plane without shoes. No shirt, no, no shoes, no flight. This is KNN. I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. Come on, Karen. Wow. Oh, uh, yeah, right? Oh, man, I can't decide if I should save this for a later totes trending. There's a great story about, you know, I, I want to motivate people that are maybe getting ready for school. Okay. okay. I'm going to stack it up here today. Well, uh, We're going to talk about this uh, football player. So, football players, actually. There's a 16-year-old kid. He's autistic. His name is Aiden. And he had a really rough back-to-school experience this month in Arkansas. So, he is a big fan of Superman. Okay. Huge fan of Superman, and he and he got bullied because he would show up at school wearing a Superman cape, a big red cape. Right. Hmm. So people were picking on him. They were again. This is an autistic boy named Aiden from Arkansas. He's wearing a Superman cape. People are picking on him. They're bullying him. So a bunch of the kids on the football team heard about it, and they decided, you know what, we're going to support Aiden. We're all going to wear a cape to school. Makes me feel me. Makes me feel like I'm not alone a lot. He got out and he had it on. And when he seen somebody saw it and kind of pointed at it and laughed a little bit to notice it and to kind of make fun of it a little bit, even under their breath, he noticed as the biggest heart of anybody I've ever met. It was tough for him. And, you know, we all felt that. It was cool to be able to feel like we were his bodyguards with him and be able to just help him into school, you know, build his confidence back up and just be there for him. Don't give up and just be you. And no matter what, people tell you don't listen to them just have fun good for you man i i love this kid again 16 year old autistic kid named aiden goes back to school he loves superman he wears a red cape he gets picked on for wearing a red come on aiden what are you doing wearing a red cape you don't have one of those things right he gets picked on for wearing the red cape bunch of football players hear about it and they stick up for him and they help him out and they represent their school in a great way. It's a bunch of kids on the football team. Here's the point I'm trying to make here to all the uh, members of the Click of Six that maybe are uh, still in school, any any school, or even at work, you know? In these times, just Mm -hmm. kidding. That's Steve's favorite phrase. No, (laughs) in any time, not in these times, in any time, if you see somebody bullying somebody else, now online bullying is the worst ever, right? Mm -hmm. So if you see someone bullying someone else and like really bullying, 
like uh two dudes that are friends you know i don't know uh what you used to do with your friends tickle fights or something steve that's what we called it but we were playing magic the gathering cards oh you're not a good example okay uh <laughs> like a trip thing like like I, I had friends in high school where you know you get tripped and you fall in the hall or whatever like you know like you're tripping and i know you could break your nose or your teeth or whatever but no offense steve but uh that happened <laughs> to him offense. yes yeah that did happen to him but it was on uh -huh. his own okay mm -hmm. so anyway like that is just two guys kind of ribbing each other and messing around now that can go too far and i get that i get that but this kid he's autistic or whether he's not autistic he wants to wear a red cape to school he's allowed to wear a red cape to school yeah because he likes superman and that the football team stood up for him i think mean, i just wanted to pound that i wanted to i was going to do that later that story but I, I was like man we should be doing this now in case maybe some kids yeah, here and they go you school. know what Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a kid getting bullied in my school. I'm going to stand up for him today. I'm not going to bully him as well. So, I like it. Yeah, I, I thought I thought you'd get a kick out of that. So that whole Smash Brothers Switch controversy and audio that I have for you, Steve, we're going to do in the next Totes Trending. Because okay. right now, I really need to hear from members of the Click of Six on the best prank that you've ever that like had pulled on you. Ironically, after we just talked about bullying, right? The best <laughs> prank that you had pull, uh, pulled on you a prank, not bullied, a prank that you had pulled on you or that you've pulled on somebody. Because this guy, talk about guys messing with each other. This dude messed with his buddy on a first date to an epic degree. It must have been the most uncomfortable moment. And I, 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 I'm fascinated to tell you the story. And you're going to wonder if this guy even got a second date. We're going to do it next with Connie and Fish. It's a flashback Friday for the text question of the day. What is that thing in your past that's just going to keep you out of politics? It's just, it ain't going to work. That dog ain't going to hunt. Now, all you've been messaging, all of you that have been messaging in, you know that you're all anonymous. You can do it via the app. You can email at ConnieandFish.com, and you can text. Speaking of Connie and Fish, if you're wondering where Connie is, maybe uh, you, you haven't been around the past couple of days for whatever reason, or like uh, management tells us, you just don't care enough to really listen to us and pay attention. It's, yep. You're here for the, you know, the tunes, which, okay. Connie was uh, recently diagnosed with kidney and liver cancer. She is coming up with her plan uh, with her, you know, I want to say medical team, but I, there's not, it's not like, you know, with the oncologist and yeah. Yeah. She's got to come up with that plan and she'll let us know. And once that plan gets going, we're going to uh, start getting uh, more of Connie. So she'll be back soon. And we're working on that. So, Anyway, uh, thanks very much, though, for all your emails and your whatnots. I don't know what your whatnots are, but, you know, I'm reaching out. Okay, so mm -hmm. can we talk about this restaurant thing? I was asking you to uh, message us. If you could right now, message us with the best prank you've heard of, or you can call or text, email. Best prank you've heard of or ever done on somebody. Because this, I think, is brilliant. This dude is awesome. Okay, so there's a 24-year-old dude named Lee. Okay. And he lives in Glasgow, Scotland. Mm -hmm. He'd bring your huge head over here. So he knew that he has a 38-year-old friend, and just scratch the age difference. Don't worry about that. He uh, knew that his 38-year-old friend, Stephen, was going on a first date to a very, very fancy steak restaurant. Oh, boy. So Lee calls up the restaurant. He says, hey, it's Steven. I'm going to be there with me date later today. 
I'd like to surprise her with a dessert, you know? So, Lee's pretending to be Steven. He says, I'm going to be there later with my date. I want to surprise her with a dessert. Uh-huh. Could you please have the server? It's his first date, Steven's first date, okay? Okay. Could you please have the server bring over a cake at the very end of my meal that had, will you marry me? written on the plate in icing this is awesome okay so uh lee caught the whole thing on video like i could i could send you the video if you want to see it steve it's pretty cool yeah uh he he wound up paying for the meal by the way it cost him 180 bucks to do this there is you know some uh profanity in the video plus they're scottish and 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 that side of the world my mom was english i mean they're a little bit more relaxed on the swears Mm -hmm. so uh he says it was all worth it for 180 bucks. And by the way, Steven's date in the video, not impressed. No, not laughing. Yes. No. <laughs> Lee definitely tanked a potential relationship with this one. I, I would guess. I would guess. But I wouldn't wanna if I was if I was on a first date with somebody and they didn't think that was funny, I wouldn't want a second date with them. Right? That's I know. Not my yeah. type at, of at that point, yeah, I'd be like, lame, whatever. I mean, it, it's it's literally yeah. you get, it's a free cake, lady. Just and your friend is videoing it. it, and everyone's <laughs> laughing, and Stephen was probably going, Lee, you huge bleepity bleep. I can't believe you did that to me. Oh, crap, and I can. You know, you know that he was saying something, and he was all worked out. Okay, so again, this guy, Lee, his buddy's going out on a first date at a steak restaurant. Lee calls the restaurant says, hey, I'm going to do that as a reservation for the date later. It's my, uh, I'm going to propose to this girl. Will you send out a cake that says, will you marry me? And they do. And Lee, and by the way, his buddy picked up the meal, 180 bucks. That's nice too. Yeah. So personally, nothing but classy cool. So I was thinking about, I was trying to think of a more epic prank. And with what we do for a living, oh, what we do, I, the best prank that I've ever had pulled on me in this industry with what we do, because sometimes we, you know, joke around with each other. Like right. Steve, I played a couple verbal jokes on him but nothing like what lee did to steven with a cake i had somebody play a prank on me years ago that actually made my mother mad when she was alive and oh yeah oh yeah and and made her start to cry almost it was hysterical though it was funny she (laughs) laughed about it but when she first initially because she was listening via the app which is a free download and uh, that it's been around a while because my mom was alive back then too. Anyway, it was before I was married, and it and it really rocked her to her foundation. She was screaming at the radio the prank oh. that was pulled on me. So see if you could think of one that was pulled on you, Steve. Members of the Click of Six, go ahead and message in, and we're gonna talk about your fun pranks next. So we're talking about pranks right now. This dude, I, I just love this guy. His friends at a restaurant in Scotland. His name's Lee. Scott. His friend's Stephen. Stephen's on a first date. So Lee calls ahead to the restaurant, says, hey, going to dinner with my girlfriend. Could you bring out a cake at the end of dinner that says, will you marry me? I'm going to propose to her. And they're all excited. You know, they're all watching. Everyone's watching. Cake comes out. Steven freaks out. The girl's like, not amused. This isn't funny. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. It's British, not Scottish. Sorry. And uh, we were asking about weird pranks. I want to tell you about my prank in just a sec now connie's played many many fine pranks on me by the way if you're wondering where connie is it's uh connie was re- recently diagnosed this is no prank for sure 
uh, was recently diagnosed with liver and uh, kidney cancer. So Connie uh, was uh, figuring out a plan, and she'll be back soon. So when we're talking about pranks based off this story that was going on out of Scotland, asking pranks, and again, I'll give you mine in a sec. Brother in Pain said, best prank ever. I was in Florida for high school baseball. We had an agreement. The first one to fall asleep would get their eyebrows shaved. Well, my buddy fell asleep and woke up with no eyebrows. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> uh, another one, sister with a brain said, uh, my friends uh, or my uncle uh, put Limburger cheese in the vent of her car, in, in the vent of his daughter's car. Oh. So when she turned on the heat, the cheese got smelly. Also put a kitchen sink in the trunk of her car. Well, that's funny. That's pretty random. Yeah. Uh, one, of our, one of our diehard members of the Click of Six said, I had a friend come home from college with this chick he was madly in love with to a huge party to meet everybody. I saw his car parked, so I ran up and started bashing, bashing on the windows and the car, screaming about how he said he loved me and that this baby was his, yelling at her to get out of the car to be pummeled. <laughs> A crowd gathered, quite a scene. It was fabulous. Uh, she didn't care much for me after that. LOL. <laughs> I think you're awesome. I'm oh even going to, that God. was Megan, a diehard member of the Click of Six, oh, wow. and I love her. I think yeah. she's hysterical. Yeah, she's great. So, yeah, that's that. That's a, that's an excellent one. Steve, pranks done on you? Uh, I don't have any ones, because you said uh, this industry is full of pranks or whatnot. I, I must have, like, just got into the industry later, where they don't do it as much, or maybe I'm, I've am i just always been on a lame station or something. I, I don't know. Do you mean, like, the station didn't do any, the, the, any of the shows that you've been a part of? No pranks or no, anything? No, no, no. Removing no, no little one... stuff that we've done to you? Like, nothing? Nothing noteworthy, no. Uh-uh. No, everyone's pretty lame. Are they just boring? Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. You were on this lame. station. You've been on this station the whole yeah, time. Yeah, for my entire Welcome career. To... Yeah. It was it's been a pretty lame so, station prior to you guys getting here. I'm gonna say just well, lay that out there. That's that's wonderful. That's 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 <laughs> wonderful and terrible all at the same time. Right. That's, that, I mean it sucks and it doesn't all at the same time. I'm flattered and sad for you all at the same time. Okay, uh for me, it was uh oh, this was so bad. It was it was noteworthy though. Okay. Okay, so it was uh a friend of ours, so it was right near my birthday, okay? Uh-huh. And we get this call, and there's this woman on the show that wants to talk to me. And it was like a, a week before my birthday, I think, if I remember correctly. And this woman wants to talk to me. And we throw her on the air because we're busy and we're doing what we do, right? Right. And this is when Connie and I were apart for a couple of years. And... This woman, I, I, I don't recognize her voice, but she starts rattling off how we met, how we right. had a history, how we, it had been seven years, and she's rattled off specific things that only someone that knew me would know. Right. And that she, and, and my mother, by the way, listening on the app in Lansing. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, listening on the app and, and, and at home. And she says, I don't know if you remember everything correctly, but we did hook up at the end of the night. And oh, I just wanted to let you sorry. know, nine months later, I had a kid and I haven't had the, 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 the cojones to call and tell you wow. it's, it's yours. And she was amazingly convincing. 
amazing. And I'm like, and I kept saying, and this is the audio they pulled and that I heard for years after uh-huh. me going, that's not true. That's not true. That's not possible. That's not true. And the only reason I could say that to that prank that was pulled on me, Steve, uh-huh. and uh, Connie, by the way, might say, oh, whatever, but this is true. And, and she would know this. Uh, be, and I, honestly, Connie and I were talking about it yesterday, how I keep saying, this is what Connie would say. I've known her over 25 years. I know what she's saying. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I wasn't one for one-nighters. And, and to my knowledge, like a full-on hardcore one-nighter. I've never had a full-on hardcore one-nighter. <laughs> never heard it described that way. But okay. You know what I'm talking the about? Full-on the balloon animal. One-nighter, yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I've had like, uh, let's dance around the pool, but we never jumped in. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, let's get, let's like <laughs> just, just swim a couple laps. Okay. But, yep. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yep. You're, We're you're not gonna have a weird. Let's go on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I so I knew it wasn't true. I knew it wasn't true for that reason. But what that had happened was she was like the girl said I sent a letter actually to the station and then the uh the person on the show with me opened the letter and then there was a picture of my head on a baby's body here's a picture of your kid i mean it was epically awesome it was one of the best pranks i've ever seen really good yeah but here's the hard part my mother was listening screaming because she always wanted a grandkid from me i was her favorite uh my brother mike's a little weird my brother mark's cool but mike's just odd looking his kids are thank god look like his wife good looking kids so anyway she wanted a kid from me so she was really thinking oh my gosh i'll take it i'll take it this is wonderful i'm gonna have another grandbaby here we go she was all excited and then it was like she was screaming at the radio (laughs) and called me and reamed me out on the air like it was it was hysterical (laughs) i got in trouble for their prank we're talking about the uh, best prank that you've ever had or you've ever done to somebody or that's ever been done to you that was uh that was to me uh somebody said i pranked my husband by convincing him i ate the crap out of kitty litter i actually made a kitty litter cake and grabbed a tootsie roll out of it he almost vomited ew (laughs) that's amazing i love you somebody else said uh, best prank i ever did on somebody my younger brother would always prank me so i got back at him one day by putting baby powder in the vents of his car, turning the heat on high, we all gathered around the vehicle the next morning when he got in the car and watched it all explode in his face. Oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. I still can't talk about it without snorting la- with laughter. LOL. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said, I used to work in a mailroom. We used to play a prank on the new hires. We would tell them they need to count all the staples they removed from documents. We made up an official-looking shelf that said daily staple inventory. It was awesome. Oh, that's great. That is amazing. (laughs) I love these pranks. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, uh, this was all because of a story. If you're looking for a good prank to play on a friend, if they go on a first date, actually, even if you have a girlfriend that's going on a first date with somebody, you call ahead to the restaurant, you have them, you know, you pretend that you're the guy or the girl or whatever, and you send out a cake that says, will you marry me? Now, it's going to cost you a couple of bucks, but can you imagine if you're one of your lady friends was going out on a first date with a guy and that happened? Right. And just to watch the guy and your lady friend, and he's like, I no, I don't know. This is wrong. And no, your name is Steven, right? That's what happened in Scotland. I think that would be epically awesome. All right, text question of the day. It's a flashback Friday. What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics. We'll do that in about an hour. The text question of the day, Flashback Friday. What's that thing in your past 
that will keep you out of politics. You can message via the app. You're going to be anonymous. And speaking of messaging via the app, we got a long one. And the member of the Click of Six needs your advice. Rando Texto, Messageo via Apple, free download in the Apple Store because you rock Okay, so Sister with a Brain got into a argument at work the other day uh, with her friends at work. Okay, not her boss or anybody like that. Mm-hmm. Says my friends and I got into an argument at work the other day. Works here locally at a hospital. They're having lunch. And they start talking about dating. She is single. She is a a nurse at this hospital. She's thinking about making a... Well, I think she's a nurse. The guy's a nurse. Thinking about making a first move, quote-unquote, a first move on a male nurse that she likes. Yes. Now, her coworkers and friends say that the uh, making the first move... For a lady sends the wrong message. I hmm. think it shows confidence, she goes on to say. She thinks it shows confidence because she's a confident woman. She's comfortable making the first move, which it is okay for a woman to make the first move. Some guys, you're it is. yeah, Steve, I would I think I could speak for you. Us two dudes over here, I think it's it could be kind of hot. But here's like the problem. It. She thinks it shows confidence. They think. She's going to come off looking like she just wants a hookup. Yeah. Yeah, that's see, and that's where your brain went. (laughs) And that's where your brain went. Uh, So she wants to know if we could settle the argument. Members of the Click of Six, she needs your help. They call it Kosh. Click of Six help. You, the Click of Six, the six people that listen to our show. Again, uh, my friends and I got into an argument at work the other day. Work at a local hospital. We're having lunch. When we started talking about dating, she may or may not be a nurse, I guess, actually, because I don't know. She doesn't say what she does. She could be a doctor. She's a doctor, yeah. Administrative person. Doctor Who knows? She could run the whole joint. Well, that'd be Mm -hmm. a different email. Anyway, my friends and I got into work, the argument at work the other day. I work at a local hospital. We're having lunch. We start talking about dating. I'm thinking about making a first move on a male nurse that I like. My coworkers say first move sends wrong message. I think it shows confidence. They say, she wrote, I think it shows confidence. I do too, though. Uh, they say, I will come off looking like I just want to hook up. Can we settle the argument? If a woman makes the first move, Steve. Yes. Let's cover the, let's cover. And, and click of six, sisters with a brain, we definitely need your input on this one. You can call. You can text. You can message via the app. You can email at Connieandfish.com. If a woman makes the first move, let's handle this first. Are you okay with it? Me, 100%, yes. I am 100% okay with a woman making the first move. I'd actually prefer it because I'm kind of shy and I don't like making the first move. Okay. So, you, so you're so you okay with the first move, 100%. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. So if a woman makes a first move, I, I'm not busting your chops. <laughs> Has a woman ever made the first move on you? Yes. Actually, the majority of the times, the relationships oh. I've been in. Because I just, like, we've spoken about this a little bit before. I'm, I benefited from the friend zone. I had friend zone to where the girls in college that I hung out with and lived with and whatnot uh, would get comfortable with me. And then they would make the first move. 
no. it would benefit me. So that's pretty much how things work. Brittany was one of the rare occasions uh, where I made the first move because I liked nice. her so much. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so when these girls made the first move on you, mm-hmm. did you think they were just looking for a hookup or were they well, looking they were. for a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So how do you answer this this uh, this message uh, that we got via the app? Free download. I, I say make the first move, but you got to be cautious about it. So I'm going to go ahead and not and say when you do make said first move that you should do try something small. And just like maybe even just grabbing coffee while you're at work together because they have cafeterias and whatnot in the hospital. And then put him into a situation to where he would then ask you out on an actual date, if that makes sense. Like you make the first move, but make it small enough to where it isn't a date and it isn't like this, hey, we're going to go like you might be able to take me home later type of thing. And just give him the opportunity, put him in a situation where he can actually ask you out. Okay, so you want to manipulate this poor man Yes Into a situation <laughs> where But what if he doesn't pick up on it? What if he is like you and he's like Oh, they're just being nice to me uh, See, yeah I, I don't know, use your feminine wiles <laughs> Okay, so here's the argument Should she make the first move? And the big argument they had Was if a woman makes the first move do, In a male-female situation if a, which you know don't get me wrong don't get me started I, I appreciate all situations but uh if a woman makes the first move in a male female i'm sorry again a male female situation mm-hmm. do you think that like her co-workers are saying he's gonna think you just want a nice balloon animal and call it a day that's what he is that's what they think he is going yeah. to think so do you think he's gonna come off that way that he's gonna think that because you said that's what they wanted they didn't want more when these girls made first moves on you. So you're, yes. I'm assuming your answer is going to be yes. I think that's what he's going to think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why I said you have to do it subtly because I don't know. If, in my situation, if a girl's hitting on me, I'm going to assume that it's like I'm sweet. Here we to, go. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's uh, members of the Click of Six have already started messaging in and they said, if I hadn't asked my husband out, I don't know if he ever would have asked me out. I finally had to say, quote, imagine what I could do for you in five years. We've been married 18 years now. What did hmm. you, what, I wonder what that means. I don't know. It sounds like Kinda an interview hot. question <laughs> too, a little bit. Uh, could you imagine what I could do for you in just the next five years? The <laughs> Fish Radio Network. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody else said, if he's not okay with you making, with her making the first move, He's not worth it. Make the first move to go get coffee. Yes. That's what I say. Sister with a brain said, uh, another one. I made the first move. Now we're married. Uh, Another sister with a brain said, her friends are silly. It's totally (laughs) hot. It's totally hot. I asked my hubby out and he loved it. Yeah, he did. Becky said. That doesn't answer the question necessarily of. Yeah, no one else. Did your husband think that you were just gonna hook up, and that was? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why he loved it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was your husband like, oh, cool, a free Snickers bar, right? <laughs> uh, Becky said, "Are you kidding? It's not the 1950s." Implying make the first move. Sister, another sister with a brain said, "Thanks, ladies, for helping us out here today." Another sister with a brain said, "My friends, women, tell me that guys love it when the guys love it when guys make the first move." 
and tell me to make the first move with a guy. Oh, okay. So she's saying guys love it when girls make the first move. Yeah. She must have been voice texting. Another one said, absolutely, she should make the first move. Coming from a single gal like her, go for it. There's nothing wrong with it. Confidence is something every guy should look for. I, I love a confident woman. Mm-hmm. I typically only dated mostly confident women. Uh, you know, now I've known, now Connie, you know, I mean, I there was probably a couple that I didn't, I thought were confident, Steve, and they weren't, you know? Right. I'm not saying <laughs> once in a while, you just got to find a girl with no confidence. <laughs> that's uh, a lot of fun. Like, yeah, check yeah. yourself. <laughs> it did sound kind of bad. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could just hear the call from management. Uh, this is another reason we need Connie back on the air immediately. We got to figure this out. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, somebody else said, gosh, uh, I love her confidence. She should ask him out. Keep it classy while she does it. What should she ask him out for, too? I'll tell you this. If a girl asked me out on a date mm-hmm. and I'm single, oh, God, I was probably, I'd probably be so happy. Okay, anyway, if a girl asked me out on a date, I was imagining being single, and I was <laughs> single, and I would think it was hot, but I would completely, I'm completely on the realm of Steve. Maybe we need a dude to call and tell us that we're wrong here, Steve, because I'm completely on your realm of thinking that we're going to hook up. Right. Yeah, and you know, I'm and, thinking, too, that she's going to pay for dinner before we hook up. Oh, God, maybe that's the flip that we need to get into in just a second. <laughs> Who pays for dinner? Uh, sister with a brain said, I made the first move. Now we're married, too. Okay, so there's a lot of those. Uh, her friends have seriously antiqued, antiquated opinion on women. Antiquated? Uh, antiqued opi- the antiquated opinion on women, obviously. <laughs> like, I'm very open about being a woman who makes the first move, Laura said. I just celebrated three years with my boyfriend. I was the one who made the first move. Even before that, I made the first move. I'll hook up with anybody, Loris. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> she went on to say, if I was interested in a guy, I asked for his number or asked if he wanted to get a drink or dinner sometimes. In 2020, the fact that we are still having this conversation is BS. She should ask him out for a drink, talk to him, get to know him, see where it goes. Don't let anyone tell you you can't go after a guy or anything in general. Guys, I want to point out to you with this rando text that we're doing right now. I don't think any of her coworkers, her girlfriends at work, are saying she doesn't have the right to make the first right. move on the guy and ask him out, the coworker again. By the way, no one else is saying the other, the other obvious thing, which is you shouldn't crap where you eat. You shouldn't mess around with a coworker. <laughs> yeah, but not, not just that. I think... What people are saying is his brain. I mean, what we really need to do, you guys think. So everyone's agreeing that she should make the first move. It's 2020. There you go. Mm -hmm. Do you think, A, he's going to go for the hookup? You know, go out to coffee with her, hang out with her a little bit. Hey, let's go home and have a drink. What up? What, 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 what? You <laughs> You're know? so slick. I'm sure you I know, right? Girls back I'm so place. parched. <laughs> they don't have beverages here. I can't have this drink because of my mask, the new pickup. So, A, there's that. And B, who's paying for dinner? Right? I like that, Steve. I'm and not going to do. Both of those things. Well, yeah, you wouldn't pay for dinner if you asked her out. <laughs> I like both We're those things. We're the bill. <laughs> We're doing it next. OMG. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. You mad? You mad? 
Rando, texto, message via Apple. We're in the middle of it right now, and uh, we've kind of come to somewhat of a conclusion on some of this stuff. Yeah. But not all of it yet. Uh, we need your help to kind of finish this bad boy up. Sister with a brain works at a hospital. She's hanging out with her friends, co-workers the other day, and they get into an argument. Now, I'm assuming it's a debate, and she just used the word argument. It's not like they were screaming at each other. Well, your mom does blah, blah, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> cool. they're having lunch. They get into the debate uh, about dating. She wants to make the first move on a male nurse that she really likes. Hot yeah. nurse man and nurse pants. Her coworkers say, eee, wrong message. She thinks it shows confidence. They think he's going to go, easy hookup. Here we go. Asking if we could settle the argument. So, I think we've all agreed. Not only can it be hot, but it's also pretty cool if a woman makes the first move. Because not all of us have the self-confidence that you think we have, right? You know, I mean, I know if you see Steve and I, you think, well, there's no way they those two have no confidence because they're so gosh darn good looking. Yeah, it's true. I, I think, though, the rest of it we need to decide, though, is, is he going to think easy hookup? And I, the point Steve made that I also want to talk about now, and you can message via the app and text on this one, who pays for the date? So let's say they go on a full-on date, like, uh, you know, nice 50 to $100 date. Right. Nice steak, 60 bucks maybe, you know? Who pays for the date? Uh, so uh, back, in, uh, back in the 90s, Sister with a Brain asked her husband out. They're still married. Somebody else said, I made the first movement with my husband way back when. I never had a problem making the first move. The only issue we have now is my husband still expects me to make the first move. You know and saying, she's yeah. tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> another, uh, another sister with a brain said, uh, if the guy thinks balloon animals, if the girl makes the first move, he's not worth it. LOL. It's an easy way to weed the guys out who are going to be weird about it. Well, okay. Oh, and Britt said, me out, honey. Yeah, right. <laughs> See you later, Tay. Uh, that's her name, Tay. Uh, Britt said the person who asks for the date should pay. I yes. agree with that. Mm-hmm, 100%. Right now, Connie would say, uh, obviously, if you're not in the know, by the way, Connie's not here right now because she was recently diagnosed with uh, kidney and liver cancer. So she's resting up and uh, they're figuring out her plan over the next week or two. And uh, we'll we'll get more Connie. Uh, oh, she may be back uh, for a little bit on Monday, BT mm-hmm. Dubs. So make sure you listen on Monday if you want to hear the brilliance that is Connie. So anyway, I, I think what Connie would say is, uh, I would I sound cheap, but if I, I also believe Connie would say, agree with me, because I've known her way longer than Steve. She always agrees with me now whenever she's not here. Well, uh, it's funny because before she would always usually agree with me. We'd always be on the same wavelength against you. I, I don't know about that, but that <laughs> seems weird to me. Uh, so uh, I, I, you're kind of throwing me. I think that you're making that up, but I'm not sure. So I, but I do think, and you would agree with this too. Connie would have no problem asking somebody out. Right. But that never was really the case with Connie in her history, that is. She would have no problem asking somebody out. And as far as paying, I think Connie would say what I'm saying, which is the one who asked the person out should cop the bill. Right? They better. And then I mean, call me yeah. cheap, but true. It's She'd say, Fish, you're cheap, but you're right. So that's probably exactly what she would say for real. Uh, somebody said, we don't even know what the guy's going to think. So his opinion shouldn't even be in question. She already has the confidence to ask him out. Just do it. As for who should pay on the first date, I always go half and half. Oh, I don't. I, maybe I'm more traditional that way. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I would didn't unless it was a, even if it was a bad date. I think I paid. Huh. 
Somebody else said I recently started dating and uh, guys want girls to ask them out. They say, hey, it's 2020, ask me out. However, Emily went on to say, I'm old school and I think the guy should ask you out first. Coffee, lunch idea is a good way to go. Then give him the opportunity to ask for a real date. Yeah, for this woman that messaged in, Steve, I would mm -hmm. definitely say go for coffee or a lunch date. Yeah, that's like, what hey, I would Bob, say too. I don't know what your schedule is, Bob, but if you're off this weekend, you want to grab a cup of coffee or, you know, maybe lunch, dinner in a hotel, whatever. Like, uh, how's it going? Let's see where it goes from there. That type of deal. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, uh, why? Did you, did, did you just say or a hotel? What? No. What? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Did okay. I? Oh, that uh, must have been my... Uh, I don't think so. Hey, hey, Bob, if we go out, could you maybe get a cup of coffee, lunch, dinner in a hotel, whatever it is? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, another... Another sister with a brain said, texted in and said, I'm all for asking guys out. I know that it's 2020, but straight up, he's going to think he has an easy hookup if a woman asks him out. At that's least what that's saying. what I think. I, I do think, like, Steve instantly answered that as well. So hopefully that we helped you out today a little bit. I mean, worst case scenario, maybe you want an easy hookup. Or, <laughs> I mean, really, maybe she does and she's just not saying that. Maybe she thinks he's hot and she wants to smash his face with her face. <laughs> Maybe that's what she wants to do is smash face, you know, but if you don't want that, just start looking out for the signs. You know, if he's like, sure, but COVID, I don't want to go to a coffee place. Let's just go to my place. A wink, a wink. Wow. You know, what's coming then off golden man, nurse pants. That's what's coming. <laughs> yes, exactly. This. <laughs> All right. What's coming next? Well, it's a little thing that we like to call totes trending. My friends, I got a bunch of stuff to share with you. And for you gamers out there, this dude went nuts with Mario. I'm going to share it next with Connie and Fish. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. All right, so don't worry. Don't freak out. I know Connie isn't here right now, and I'm not going to get all political on you. But I do want you to know what's, going, what's the most trending thing going on right now in the world. And it's about... President Trump and the coronavirus. The president of the United States now confirming to the world that he and the first lady of the United States have both tested positive for the coronavirus and they will quarantine. He says, this evening I received confirmation that both President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump have tested positive for coronavirus. He says they are both well at this time and they plan to remain at home within the White House during their convalescence. Okay, that's not clickbait, it's a true story. It's assumed that they contra uh, contracted it from Hope Hicks. She's the counselor to the president. Several sources say that Hope had symptoms prior to being tested. She traveled with the president in his helicopter. So that's possibly how President Trump got it. So there you go. That isn't clickbait. It's legit. We just wanted you to know that the president does have COVID. Uh, on another note, I want to talk about this incredible woman and a unique school board member as well. Two different people before I get to Super Smash Brothers for Steve. Yes. Which is a video game thing, like a Mario Brother thing. So uh, a couple of women in New Mexico gave a waitress how much of a tip, Steve? Take a guess. Ah, if it's a big one, I'm guessing. Let's, let's go a grand. An easy G, one G. Well, they did that. You know that Venmo challenge where you could raise money and you promise that you're going to give it as a tip? Okay, yeah. They they did the Venmo challenge. You're, you That was a good guess. Uh -huh. uh, they actually left the waitress a 12 Hundred dollar tip. You know, a thousand dollars.
Farms is life-changing. It really is. We do this out of the goodness of our heart. Like, our hearts are bursting right now. We wanted to be able to be in the community yes. and to spread ins inspiration and hope. 1,100, 20, 40, 60, 80. So we're just happy to be able to raise that money and bless somebody else. So thank you so much. <laughs> How cute is that? I mean, it's that just awesome. Cute. The these women uh, really hooked up this waitress with a $1,200 tip. And what I love about that, Steve, is that they used the Venmo challenge and they didn't pocket the money. Right. Which I know a lot of people are doing. <laughs> yeah. It's such a bushy thing to do. Uh, not the Venmo challenge, but pocketing the money. Oh, well, thank you. And then, eh, I'm not going to. Nope, that waitress wasn't good. Oh, nope, that one wasn't good enough either. Nope. Oh, guess I'll just keep it. Oh, no, that's not how it works. No. Uh, school board member in Northern Virginia named Lisa is getting teased online right now because she had a conversation about how this pandemic since March, you know, has really, really been hard on cats. Cats are suffering because their caretakers are frustrated with them because they don't know how to respond to social stimuli. And I say that because that's my own experience. I guess the point... I'm trying to get at it, is we all feel it. We all have the burden. Yeah, and, and she's, that's the point she was trying to make. People are picking on this poor woman now. Uh, she was just trying to make a point about how lockdowns are tough on everybody, including pets. Yeah. If your pet's attitude hasn't changed during the lockdown, you are rare. Well, I feel bad you for my like dog because Charlotte is home all the time now. I mean, partially because of Brittany's maternity leave, but... Man, she plays rough with that dog all day. I feel Does bad. Does she? Yeah, I feel bad for him at the end of the day. He always looks well, tired and like a little beat giving him like, Yeah, weren't you giving him like private space or putting him somewhere else for a while at, for, at one point? Well, we still do that. Yeah, we put up a baby gate and separate him at the end of the night just so he can get some relaxed time. And then we, we will take him for walks without Charlotte, too. Because even if we take him for a walk with Charlotte, a lot of times she's like tugging on his leash and all over him. And yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. He's a good dog. He's very patient with her. Oh, Barrett the dog is loving all the attention, but he's a little bit different. I mean, he, the, his attitude's a little bit different. Yeah. It, it really is a little bit different because somebody's always home, specifically with Alicia after she broke her collarbone, right? Right. Because she's home way more. You know, it used to be perfect. Like, the show would be done. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, like, walking into the living room. I'm, like, uh, chilling out. And she's like, hey, I'm going to the stable for a couple hours. Or, you know, and I, I thank God she still has her real estate meetings. But still. It was always great if, like, uh, you know, I don't know, five at night, she's gone till seven at the stable or whatever, or earlier in the day. It's wonderful. Right. I loved it. Wait, so I thought uh, we were talking about pets, and you were just talking about how you like your wife leaving the house. <laughs> you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Okay. Let's talk about Minecraft. Okay. So there's a there's this weird reaction from this YouTuber, and okay. Steve, you got to explain the, the a little bit to this, uh, a little bit of this to me. So Steve. Not my Steve right here. My buddy Steve. My brother in pain, Steve. Mm -hmm. Steve from Minecraft apparently is going to be a new character okay. in Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo Switch. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, what, so, do you need those games explained to you real quick? Not like, I mean, just give me the 10-second version on each or whatever and go. All right, so Minecraft is just a game where you, like, build stuff, and uh, the main character in the game's name is Steve. The uh, company's owned by, or the game's owned by Microsoft. Um, and then Nintendo Switch, uh, or Nintendo has game this game series called Super Smash Brothers, where it's a fighting game where they take a bunch of Nintendo characters, like Super Mario, uh, Link from oh, Legend of Zelda, like Kirby, 
um, Yoshi, all those different characters from Nintendo franchises, and they put them together in the game, they fight each other. And so I think this person is probably freaking out because there's a non-Nintendo character going Bingo. into a Nintendo game. So Super Smash Brothers is, by the way, the third best-selling game on Nintendo Switch, with almost 20 million copies being sold. Minecraft is the most sold video game ever, uh-huh. 200 million copies sold. Yeah. So this guy, I just want you to hear this reaction. I mean, this dude is way too into gaming. When he sees Mario's playing in a game, and when he sees Super Smash Bros. or with Steve from Minecraft in there, it's hysterical. What the heck? I broke a wall. What? What? No! No! I have the creeper. It's not Steve. It's not freaking Steve. If it's Steve, I'm dead. If it's Steve, what? I can't believe it. But everybody said Steve is a joke. As a joke. Steve, what? Oh no! Everybody said Steve is a joke, man. is this guy tell me you're pulling that audio for yourself in something that you do that you have to (laughs) to do that yeah (laughs) you need to do something like i don't know make a make something like uh daddy tips is coming up and then with steve and then that or something because that guy is amazing he's all he's freaking out because steve from minecraft is like wow for you gamers i'm assuming that was exciting was that riveting for you did that do i mean it was going <laughs> I, I don't know. I I mean, okay, I, I I get pretty serious about a lot of different games, but I that people like that. I'm like, really? That's okay. Whatever. He I mean, I guess is, you can I like mean, it that much, but wow, th- this guy way too worked up. If it's yeah. Steve, I'm dead. If it's Steve, what? Uh, I can't believe it. But everybody said Steve is a joke. It's a joke. No, Steve isn't a joke. He's not a joke. He's British. is even better, too. I love the accent, right? (laughs) Seriously, I do love the accent. All right, let's go into uh, this week in science real quick to wrap up Totes Trending. All right. And now, this week in science. 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 Connie's not here, so I'm just playing weird music beds that would drive her nuts normally so I can get it out of my system. (laughs) Okay, so do you know in Jurassic, I got a couple nugs for you here. Do you know in Jurassic Park, they pulled all the dino DNA from mosquitoes frozen in amber? Yes. Stuff like that wasn't actually possible in real life. (gasps) Until now. Oh. Researchers in Europe recently managed to pull DNA from insects that have been frozen uh, in resin for six years. They'll start trying it with other older samples next. So that's actually now possible. Now like possible. It. Okay. I like it. But I got that's a cool only thing. six years, right? They said six years, not six million. Six? Yeah, six years. Huh, right now. Well, they're, that's, I mean, they started there. Now they're going to try and go older. They're going to try and go older now. Six hey, by the way, like 68 million is pretty different. I got anyway. bad okay, news go for you. If you, oh, I have no. bad news for you if you have a tattoo. Uh, but I'm going to go on first. And space news space in this news. week in science. Space news. Astronauts on the space station are trying to pin down the source of a small leak oh, yeah. they've been looking for since last year. A new study says any future moon bases actually would really have to be underground because there's too much radiation on the surface. And astronomers may have found several bodies of water buried under the south pole of Mars, Ooh. which is quite a distance from Uranus. 
And uh, before we get to the tattoo thing, <laughs> that's technically the truth. So, well, yeah, hold it on. is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, deep fake videos are scary because we won't be able to tell what's real or fake pretty soon. Researchers in New York might have a fix. They say it's possible to identify deep fake videos by looking for a heartbeat. Okay. Looking for a heartbeat. Uh, as blood circulates in your face, it uh, causes subtle changes. We can see with the naked eye. Special software can pick it up. You can tell if the video is a real person talking or not. I don't know. Let's get to tattoos. So, tattoos can actually damage your sweat glands. Oh, no. A study in the Journal of Applied uh, Physiology said tattoos damage your sweat glands and make it harder for your body to cool itself down. So if you have, maybe you sweat a lot though. Well, I was like gonna say, can I, get, can I get like hand palm of my hand tattoos? Then gets kind of my hyperhidrosis. That's kind of what I'm thinking. That'd be pretty cool. And the Connie and Fish logo would look really good right on the top uh, of your I head. I was thinking like little finger puppets, and then I can do like little shows for people. Oh, that'd be cool. It'd be good for your kids, right? Especially <laughs> once you have your third and fourth one. Right? Or, or, or when they're in college and I go visit them and they're like, oh my God, here comes my dad. Oh, yeah, here comes my dad with his, with his finger And it puppets. doesn't work. And it doesn't stop the weird, massive secretions of sweat that <laughs> yeah. come from your hand anyway. Just look like and you're sweaty just, finger puppets. You just got sweaty finger puppets, which is an amazing band. You yes. should check them out sometime. And don't look that up on Urban Dictionary. Peace. Yeah. The text question of the day. Text question of the day today, Steve. It's a flashback Friday. What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? Now, earlier we were talking about it. Steve, you were 20. You were drinking on the street in front of your house, 7 in the morning at Michigan yes, State. Correct. And the cops came and the po-po busted you. They did. They did. Weak sauce answer. Weak oh, sauce answer. But we don't get to be anonymous. And if you look Steve up on the public record, you could find that. So I get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mine. I broke into an Arby's because I was a manager. It was after hours. My buddy and I would go in there and uh, make sandwiches because we were hungry. That's just fact. I mean, we good party sandwiches. I like it. Good sandwiches, three in the morning. It's not too bad. All right. So what's that thing for you in your past that will keep you out of politics? Uh, so remember the click of six said, I actually just got this message via the app. And I'm like, we got to start this out with this because this is so true. Because we all have, not we all, I can't, you can never say that, but. Quite a few of us may have that little outlet that we need. Said, oh man, my Facebook and Instagram are pretty clean, but my Twitter, whoo. <laughs> I follow some pretty raunchy taboo things. My okay. Twitter would make me have to answer many, many questions. I'm out of this election. I'm out. <laughs> I, get I, like it. It. I get it, I get it, I like it, like a lot. Somebody else said, to be honest, I don't think uh, I, I could get any job besides being myself employed because of my crazy rants on Facebook. So being in politics, not even a possibility. All right. Uh, somebody said my love of Connie and Fish for the answer for the text question today. They said they have a dirty mind. For Flashback Friday, what's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? I like it. Uh, that thing that will keep me out of politics? I'm a midnight toker, and I inhale. <laughs> Naughty. I, yeah, I think you can wait a little bit. You'll be fine. Uh, you'll be able to get in. Here we go. I was 17 dating this douchey guy and a friend of mine had talked me into breaking up with him. So I did. When I left his house, he poured hot chili all over my friend. <laughs> well, yeah. 
When we left, she gave me a key and told me to take care of his truck, so I did. A few years later, some undercover cops show up at my new place and arrested me for destruction of property. Oh, that sucks. I paid for the damages, but I still have it on my record. It's embarrassing trying to explain that on job applications. Oh, and by the way, that friend of mine that I lost touch with was in the courtroom to testify against me, but she was the one that gave me the key and told me to do it. Right? Not wow. cool, friend. Yeah. Not cool. Somebody else said I used to work for a former senator. I knew all the marital affairs. The son had an affair, got somebody pregnant, etc. Too much stuff going on. Definitely could not run for president because it asked me what I knew about other politicians. Flashback Friday. What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? Somebody else said, I won't go into politics at all because of my middle school youth in government. Okay. I realized during a session I had too far out there ideas to support to win office. <laughs> I want to know these ideas now. <laughs> I can just start that. I know, right? I want to start the top five-ish with uh, one of my favorite ones today is uh, somebody that instantly blames their spouse. Okay. Oh, I would be fine in politics, but my <laughs> husband would keep me out of politics because <laughs> his mouth has no filter. Hmm. Uh, what's something that uh, something in your past that would keep you out of politics? Uh, nude pics and weed. A lot of people with weed. Some, <laughs> there's some more nude weed. weed. Uh, somebody else said uh, I was pull, pulled over after a long night of waiting tables, and early in the night, I had spilled a martini on myself. I naturally have large pupils, so much oh. so that the officer decided to run a field sobriety test. I stood outside for an hour during the test. I then blew zeros on a breathalyzer, and then he proceeded to put me through another test because he thought I was high because my pupils are so large. <laughs> I was shivering because it was in January in the Midwest. Uh. And then when he uh, couldn't prove I was intoxicated around drugs, he refused to let me drive home. I what? later found out he wrote it in a police report that I was intoxicated, but he couldn't prove it. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of douchey. I know it is a little bit. That's a big one. Uh, somebody else said I stole a, a blow pop from the grocery store when I was four. Hashtag uh, criminal. Right. A lot mm. of online nudes for the members of Click of Six, by the way. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm a swinger in support of open relationships. Okay. That would probably keep me out. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. What would keep you out of politics? We're doing the uh, top five-ish. Uh, there's a lot of people saying browser history as well. I'm going through all of it. There's so many. We're going to post them all online. Let's actually go to... The, the top five-ish of the five-ish. Right. Uh, college, my friends and I were on our way to a Halloween party, and we'd already been drinking. We got pulled over. None of us were of age, so we were all getting tickets for minors in possession. While the police officer was dealing with one of my friends, I noticed he put the stack of our tickets on his seat in the police car. I thought it was a good idea to go ahead and grab them. <laughs> yeah, take the tickets <laughs> off the pl police officer's uh. seat. And then ple plead to let me go in the woods and go pee. He let me. I ripped the tickets to shreds. Needless to say, I spent the night in jail with interfering with police business. Thankfully, they did drop it later. Yeah, wow. that's not a good idea. Don't do that. Not smart, man. Don't, don't not smart, that. yeah. Number four. I had to pee in the road, guys. I had to pee in the road or next to business all the time on the way to or from the bar in college. I'm the girl, so yes, I've squatted in the middle of the road. And I could not be president because of it or in politics. <laughs> okay. Sister with a brain said, there may be a few guys who have nudes of me. 
So it wouldn't be hard for those to start floating around the internet. Probably keeping me out of politics. A few? <laughs> What's this number? She I want shares. to know what a few equals. <laughs> I know, right? Please message show. Number three. I may or may not have made out with my female softball coach. I know it's a lesbian cliche, but it was true. <laughs> LOL. I love it. I like it. Number two. Uh, Connie's known for doing this, but not to this extreme. Random stealing from bars. I once stole an entire set of silverware when partying in Chicago in college. I've taken salt and pepper shakers, plates, signs, etc. Could you imagine nice. a video of that popping up when I'm on the campaign trail? Right. No, that would suck. <laughs> and finally, number one. The text question of the day, flashback Friday from October 8th of 2018. What's that thing in your past that will keep you out of politics? I love this one, Steve. I got to um, stop the show. All right. Going to reboot the show here. We're going to do a quick okay. reboot. Reboot it. Mm -hmm. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I don't even like this is good. No, hold on. Hold okay. on. We're going to do this one. Hold on, buddy. I'm holding. Holding. Hold. Ooh, yeah. I paid my way through college as an exotic dancer. All right. Guys, I don't have student loans at all. But it would keep me from holding public office. I, I say more power to you. I actually, and I know you guys are going, oh, okay, fish, here he goes. He's going to strip her. <laughs> I have a friend uh, who actually paid her way through college as a stripper, and she came out of college with a ton of money in the bank, too, to help buy her first place. Look at that. Yeah. See, right? I gave I never saw a lot of money to dancers in college, and they all told me they were working their way through college, but I've never Did seen you? them in classes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I, I I hated it because when my uncle uh, first took me to one when I was uh, like when I was twenty one, you know, my uncle actually mm -hmm. is like he's kind of like an older brother to me, and he took me to one, and I actually thought the girl really liked me. I thought that we were gonna date. Oh, yeah. No, I, I <laughs> very little, very little game back then. I kind of uh, now in hindsight, I don't know why I just shared that with you. I gotta go. Okay, that's cute. You're cute, Steve. Uh, I want to point out again the Connie thing, right? Connie mm -hmm. recently diagnosed with liver and kidney cancer is off uh has been off this week um she's gonna try and see it. she's gonna see how she feels i hung out with her yesterday afternoon and she's gonna see how she feels she might come back for a little bit on monday we'll see how it goes but connie will be back eventually obviously she's just got to figure out her the next few steps of what she's going to go through but i know she would be excited for that dance party in 10 minutes i know that and i know she wants you to win uh, possibly up to $10,000, right? So to get yeah, ready and get, get on the app, we're going to give you that word. And I know, Steve, if there's anything I know about Connie, if she were here today, you know what she would be happy about? What would she be happy about? The fact that it's Friday. Yes. Wait for it, buddy. I got a couple. Well, look at you, working hard all week, kicking back is what you see. Putting up with the troubles and your work You need a break, you all agree You've been looking forward to this one big day A day you know that will make you say I ain't working no more, I'm out the door Thank God it is Friday Friday is the day that makes you feel good Friday is the day that feels no. alright You're not dancing? No, you don't like I'm dancing, I'm dancing Alright, I'll make one that you like I'm better not, Here you I'm go dancing, okay
Okay. Okay. Gonna get drunk nice. today. Boss can kiss my behind. Gotta, gotta get out my cubicle so small. Girlfriend will probably feel dissed when I find a new one to kiss. Then we'll have a short tryst. Friday night will be bliss. Time to end my work week. And I'm totally glad, even though I'll go broke. Gonna spend my paycheck. Now, this song parody is a wreck. Now, it's just a free flow. No, you know, you didn't, you didn't like that one. That's no. That's, How okay. high Friday, Friday. No, you didn't like that one either. You're not a fan of that one. I want to hang out with this guy. This guy sounds like yeah. blown out all the time. He loves these. <laughs> Friday's here already. I was just in the middle of a dream. Can't wait till the weekend when I don't have to hear my boss scream. No, you didn't like that one? Okay, last one. Gonna have fun this whole weekend. Yeah! Gonna get drunk with all my friends. You know, in hindsight, he really has a theme, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. The the way I really like when I really listen to those, I'm like, he sounds like he's on something and uh -huh. he's always talking about getting intoxicated with his friends on a Friday. Yep, pretty much. That's why I waited till later on the show to play it. So I, I didn't really uh, <laughs> in hindsight. OK, last Friday song. And then I got I actually have to share new music from you, new music for you from a, a girl that's having a lot of fun with Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Today is Friday and that means everything. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be a good way to wrap it up. So do you remember that 10-year-old girl that Dave Grohl uh, had been drum battling? And then he yes. wrote her a song, Dave Grohl, uh -huh. the Foo Fighters. Yeah. He wrote her a song, and uh, it, it was actually it was actually a, a pretty good one because he, at first he bought her a drum kit. I mean, like, this guy is, he he's the real deal. It was right. really cool. She's a super fan. She started by posting a video of her, like, uh, playing drums and then yeah it's just battled. like three weeks ago and then two weeks ago he sent the drum kit now there's more yeah well he well first off he wrote that song oh yeah yeah, a, yeah yeah do you remember okay so here's a little bit of him talking about that but i got something special for you something you've never heard before and then uh the song would have been great but for some reason it didn't play <laughs> which was a little bit of a bummer uh anyway he wrote his song well she has now responded she wrote a song for him I love this little 10-year-old. Mr. Grohl, okay. your song for me was truly, truly epic. But I think you can get something special for you, and it's called Rock and Grohl. Rock and Grohl. epic battle. Help me 
good, right? This is really good. She plays all the instruments. That's a 10-year-old girl that was just doing an online battle back and forth with Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. That's and awesome. She plays every instrument in that song, Steve. And if he's smart, which he is, he's quite brilliant, actually, whether you love his music or not. If he's smart, he's going to get her a record deal. Someone's going to snag her up. Right? I think she's really good. I, I think maybe they put her on America's Got Talent, that type of crap. But I think she doesn't even need it. She's good to no. go. The internet's kind of yeah. boosted her up. Who knows? In the future, maybe we'll uh, be playing her on the regular. But then she'll be 15 and she'll be urinating on her neighbor's yard or whatever Bieber was doing she'll at 18. Bieber. <laughs> yeah, you know, she could end up being a, 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 another Bieber or something like that. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Uh, have I shared with you? Have you heard? Do you know what WAP by Cardi B and Ma Megan the Stallion? Megan the Stallion? Uh, I think I know of it. I think. I okay. Think, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Have you heard of a song called The Dance by Garth Brooks? No. No, I have not. Yes, you have. I don't know. Maybe. Stop Garth the show Brooks? for a second. Hold I know on. Garth Brooks. He's that no, guy that plays the guitar. Hell, and I'll hear that there. The dance. Is, Ring a bell? Like, is, is he like a Scott Stapp? Um, no, it's just well, that's the way I sing. People like oh. it. So uh, a dude did a mashup of Garth Brooks' The Dance and WAP by Cardi B. Check it out. Okay. Give me everything you've got. Make it drop. Get a bucket and a mop. Macaroni and a pop. I'm talking WAP, WAP, WAP. But What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> you gotta oh listen to the God. words of the Were song. Were we allowed that we to play that? Were we allowed to play that? Yeah, that was the edited <laughs> version. We're good. Don't worry about it. Don't say that ever oh, again. Oh uh, my God. I have got to, as I like to say, say, stop the show and give you a PSA from Steve and I to moms and their phones and toddlers. Take a listen to this mother. Friendly PSA for anybody who has their PayPal account attached to their phone and Ooh. they let their toddler <laughs> use it. I got a package today that says live animal on it. So I open it up and what do you know? Maddox purchased a turtle. He purchased a sulcata turtle that grows up to 100 pounds and lives over 100 freaking years. No, it actually lives up to 100 years and it grows over 150 pounds. And she's stuck with it. And now you know. Now, right? It's, kind of, it's all fun and games till you got a 150 pound turtle in your house because they ordered it with mommy's paypal account you might want to lock your phones steve I and i are wrapping up our week hopefully this helps you wrap up your week a special present for mr steve
better than a good Friday gotta go 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 ho 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 song you know what I'm saying dog oh, boom, yeah. boom. Mm-hmm. boom boom in the shake shake room yeah don't even know what that means <laughs> don't even know <laughs> hey y'all thanks for hanging out with us today hope you have a good one be safe oh and win that money with Christine next right yeah I heard she's wearing a shirt today Steve <laughs> I doubt it yeah kind of kidding as well oh have please. a good day at work <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. Now it's the Connie and Mitch show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie. Let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Radio.